welcome to the latest episode of Gamervation. For those of you that do not know, Gamervation is a matchup between gaming and motivation, hence Gamervation, spelled G-A-M-E-R-V-A-T-I-O-N. And I definitely didn't look at my notes for that. But if you want to keep up with anything Gamervation, my podcast, etc., my YouTube channel, anything, go to my Instagram and it's a link to literally everything there. And it's Gamervation. If you want to look on any platform except my Instagram, it is Gamervation underscore. I don't know who took Gamervation, but it is what it is. So on to today's agenda. I know I've been talking about a lot of T-rated games, M-rated games, etc. But today we'll be talking about Fortnite. Arguably, probably one of the most influential games of all time at this point. And before we get to that, though, I'll be talking about some new games that's been dropping, some games I don't know why they're dropping, and I'll be ending with some motivation. We'll be talking about luck. And luck isn't always about luck. You'll understand what I'm saying. But first things first, just to get some things out the way, Counter-Strike 2 is dropping. For the people that aren't familiar with CSGO, it's basically um, a very popular shooting game that's been out for like 20 years and it's been a staple in the esports scene for that long also which is kind of crazy and from what i know i had to do some research about this because i've never really played csgo it's a pretty bare bones game in general but people are saying that it's based strictly off skill so it's different from like overwatch etc where you have special abilities strictly if you got the gun skill you can be fire at csgo and with CSGO 2 or Counter-Strike 2, I don't know what it will be called. From what I've seen and what the trailer had told me, essentially, it'll be basically the same game since the core mechanic is what made the game so popular in the first place, but all the graphics will be beefed up. Um, They'll be building all the maps up from ground up, and yeah, the same game with the same core gameplay that made them popular in the first place. Next up, um, there's a Crash Bandicoot fighting game coming out, and from what I've seen, you know, if you know about Crash Bandicoot, is you like can you like collect these weird apples, etc. So it's it's like a large scale arena where everyone's fighting in heroes versus villain type situation, and you have to collect more apples than the other team to win. The trailer didn't show too much. It didn't show like gameplay or anything like that. It was just more of like a cinematic trailer basically showing you everything that's going on and at the end of the trailer is crash mancoot trying to dunk the apple into his pod or whatever to make sure um his team wins so if you're into those type of games or you have like a kid or something that might be check it out and it's called crash team rumble and i don't think it has a release date yet so yeah also diablo 4 this past weekend or it might be two weeks since this drops um there was a a beta for it sorry couldn't find the words there was a beta for diablo 4 that went on from march 24th to march 26th for people that do not know that's one of the most popular series when it comes to just games that just give you a whole bunch of loot um i don't want to call it a looter shooter because you don't really shoot well someone do but it's one of those games where you can just kind of pour over loot stats etc auction houses whatever you want to do i played previous diablos it was pretty fun I had a pretty fun time. Um, it's really just you fighting the force of evil. For parents, this is definitely a rated M game. So you should definitely watch gameplay, etc. before you want your child playing this. But yeah, that went over this past weekend. 
and it's a pretty big deal because i played the third one pretty extensively and I, I had a pretty great time so i'll definitely be picking up this next one so when we get back we'll be talking about fortnite creative 2.0 so you definitely want to stay tuned for that and we'll be getting into kind of how you can even get paid off this Ooh, look what i found a great spot for commercial promotion review whatever you want to call it hit me a gamervation at gmail.com g-a-m-e-r-v-a-t-i-o-n now let's get back to the show hello everybody welcome back time for the part of the show i was particularly excited for talking about fortnite 2.0 for people that do not know fortnite is basically a battle royale type game you get dropped in with a hundred different players and essentially you get to battle out with guns weapon sword randomness they do like collabs all the time so like for example for uh, a small amount of time you could do like kamehameha from dragon ball z they had the affinity gauntlet in there you kind of get the gist fortnite is basically just a mashup of everything and you're just kind of fighting it out but since fortnite creative 2.0 has dropped it basically gives creators access to fortnite's engine making them be able to create their own games and there's is like the possibilities are endless because the fortnite community i will say is very very innovative etc whatever whatever adjective you got for creativity they got it and one of the best things about it if you watch fortnite recently you'll see it's been just a huge graphics upgrade and is running on what's called unreal engine 5 and unreal engine 5 is essentially what the best of the best games are running on now so you gave the community access to one of the best of best engines you won't see something crazy so people have been literally creating the old fortnite map people i've seen people basically creating call of duty um rust from modern warfare 2 one of the most popular call of duty maps of all time I, people are like playing capture flag up there People created Flappy Bird. Um, I saw Max settings, um, GTA San Andreas. There was like an old, you know, them old motorbike games that I used to play like on Xbox and stuff like that, which is just like open sandbox. They created that. They they literally made Mario Kart Friday Night at Freddy's. Even they, they literally made Minecraft essentially. Basically, the community is just having their way with that engine and just creating literally everything. And this is why video games is so important because that just fuels your creativity as a kid. Because I, from what I've seen, you don't need super in-depth kind of coding skills or anything like that to create an island and have fun with it. And one of the best things, if you are uh, island creators, what they're called, and you have good retention and good popularity, etc., you can actually get paid from it. So let, I'll get in a little bit into that also. So I got this from a website. Um, I'm not 100% sure how accurate everything is, but it basically gave me the gist of it. So basically how you make money is based on two things, player popularity and player retention. Retention. So player popularity will take two factors in consideration, attracting new players and re-engaging re lapsed players. In short, the new players that visit a creator's land the better furthermore the number of returning players will contribute to this parameter as well 
on the other hand player retention will take into account how often players return to Crater island this is on the bay this is based on the day-to-day -day and week-to-week -week interactions the more often players return the better indication of compelling and consistent gameplay lastly the amount of revenues that creators can earn will be based on the distribution of prize pool site type of system real money spent in fortnite purchase of v bucks real money transactions and crew subscriptions will contribute toward the 40 percent net revenue that's been set aside and this is also on top of in fortnite you can have a creator code so when you're buying stuff in the shop uh, I believe whatever creative code you use will get like a certain amount of that. So Fortnite has been paying people out. I don't remember what happened kind of with the controversy of them like stealing dancing and stuff like that. I feel like that's kind of got swiping, swiping on the road. I feel like it's paid them people off to be honest. But basically making these items, you can make some bread off it since this is a new system that they just created. I'm not 100% sure how much bread people are making off this. But I would love to see in the next two months or so, like how much money those creators from the top of the top islands are really making, to be completely honest with you. Because imagine being like a content creator and you have like a really popping island. Probably people can probably live off that, to be completely honest. So more on this based on individual metrics and Fortnite's overall monthly revenue um in parentheses the 40 percent kept in reserve each island created will will earn a percentage from the pool that said is left to see is left to be seen how this pans out long term and also as of right now you have to either be a legal entity such as a company and or 18 years and above and in both cases you have to have your fortnite account for at least 90 days and if you don't meet this criteria of course you're ineligible etc so it's really protecting people under the age of 18 but since fortnite is a rated e game and everyone by now has heard the the jokes about Lil timmy um take you out in fortnite there's a lot of kids under age 18 that play fortnite so apparently epic games is working to expand the program to younger creators as well since several island creators within the ecosystem are teenagers limiting monetization will be detrimental and downright degrading hopefully an agreement can be reached wherein these island creators can take advantage of creator economy 2.0 perhaps under parental supervision if required so that begs the question how would that kind of work is it going to be like um i believe for like child stars like a certain amount has to be put away um and the parents kind of have access to the rest of the money so all I'm saying is, you know, back in the day, you got your son slash daughter doing football drills or basketball drills and they don't want to. Hey, don't tell them get off that game. That's all I'm saying. Letting them keep playing that game because if they get nice, they can really get paid off it. Between this, the esports scene, etc., gaming is really coming into its own as its own thing and its own monetized thing. And also the one bad thing about it kind of moving toward the monetization section that they kind of remove some of the fun aspect but the good part about fortnite it seems like there seems to be a separation from the main game and kind of the content creation etc so yeah hope y'all enjoyed this kind of explanation on what fortnite is kind of turning into and how you can even make some bread off it 
so and also fortnite just has a million different things and it's free so i say you just boot it up every once in a while i know i do just to see what they got going on and that kind of moves into my next section of my show notes and that's begging the question will will fortnite ever fall off because i remember years and years ago i want to say like 2020 ish maybe a little bit before that people were saying oh fortnite's gonna fall off etc etc but it keeps evolving and it keeps coming back i promise you fortnite has just been around forever and it's been turked up forever and i feel like one of the biggest things for me is the value of collaboration because fortnite literally has everyone in it you can play as the witcher you can play as thanos you can be spider-man you can be goku you can be naruto you could literally there's so many different you could be deku from my hero academia you could be bakugo from my hero academia there's literally so many people in fortnite is actually ridiculous it has its own multiverse at at this point basically any popular show or movie or video game you can count on fortnite being in it i remember i'm a really big naruto fan and around two three years ago they had naruto collab i texted my homie sheed immediately and said hey gang we gotta spend this bread and get these skins and also the thing about fortnite i believe there's a few skins that if you don't get it when that collab comes out you're not gonna get that skin <laughs> like it's just that simple so if your your son your daughter come to you and be like hey um we gotta get the skin for a go it, it might really not become back dang happen to you just so you know but fortnite really should be the hallmark for every single game when it comes to co collaboration and evolution one of the biggest things that fortnite did that also kept it alive one of the big things about fortnite is that you're able to build structures when you're in fights etc you had to edit those structures and if you're not good at that especially in 2023 you're going to get clapped it's just that simple you are going to lose most of your gunfights simply because you cannot build and there's a lot of players that's been playing for so long you're you're just going to you're just done for so the good thing about fortnite they evolve they create a no build mode and that's one of their most popular modes out right now so you could say what you want about fortnite but they doing the thing that should be the blueprint for most companies and when they want to ask how do i stay around how do i still rele relevant fortnite is really the blueprint for that and that kind of begs the question do you think fortnite will ever fall off i say just because of longevity reasons eventually it will but fortnite can win be one of them games we talking about in 2030 I'm like yeah they got the new spider-man or the new newest anime playing there because people will hop in there just for that so yeah i <laughs> i hope y'all take it what i said when it comes to the evolution of fortnite and when we get back we'll talk about luck and how you can even possibly increase your luck Ooh, look what i found another spot a great little break for promotion commercial etc gamerovation at gmail.com now let's get to the motivation section i'm gonna be honest i was super excited ecstatic whatever adjective you can use to get to this part of the show because it really changed my outlook on how i see luck i got it from a popular anime called blue lock for the people that do not know what blue lock is it's a soccer anime and they're essentially trying to create the greatest strike in the world you know how anime goes it's super intense over explaining etc etc if you're not into anime or you're not really into sports anime i say you still at least give it a try for me in particular 
it whenever i watch blue lock the latest episode it activates something inside me to just go attack the world and just go a little bit harder but with that explained out the way basically what happens in the latest episode the main character blocks the game winning shot and it falls to the other team still and he knocks it in and they lose and he asks i did everything right how did i lose and he basically explains it and says it's because i was lucky and he doesn't want to accept that as an answer but the head person ego whatever kind of explains it much further that luck isn't just about chance there are ways to increase your chances to be able to put yourself in the path of luck and that's what it comes down to essentially he explains it further that he saw that the main character was going to block the shot so he kept running and got to the spot where it's most advantageous for him to be able to score but at the same time if it didn't fall to him they would have most likely lost because he was out of position etc and if he stayed back like everybody else even if he got the ball he probably would not be able to score he was crazy enough to put everyone and the winning goal at risk by putting himself in the path of luck it comes down to being crazy enough and being bold enough to be able to put yourself in that path and i say especially in this world of social media it's a lot easier when you're not the man in the arena to say oh that was luck oh he just happened in the right place at the right time where at the end of the day if you don't put yourself in that path in the first place you don't give your chance you give yourself a chance to be lucky if you want to go for a game saving rebound if you're not in position to get the rebound you can't say whoever got it is lucky etc or if someone gets a job promotion whatever put yourself in the path to be able to receive something because if you do not put yourself in that path how can you expect to actually get it it's a lot easier to sit on the sidelines and say oh they got it because they're in the right place in the right time but what you can do yourself is observe and analyze where you need to be in order to have the best chances to get what you want and at the same time like how in the show if the ball didn't fall to him he might have lost you have to you have to take risks at the end of the day and you can say what you want to say when when stuff goes right you can say oh that was lucky etc but at that point it's splitting hairs because it did go right and they did get technically lucky but you have to put yourself in that path in the first place and the reason i brought up social media is because since we're able to see things without experiencing it it's a lot easier to discourage yourself and say oh I'm just unlucky, etc. Instead of actually putting yourself out there and putting yourself in the path of luck. And on the flip side of that, it's a lot easier to learn from people's mistakes because of the era of social media. You can see everything that's going on basically. So we have more at our fingertips than any other generation to see the pitfalls, but also use that data analysis, whatever, in order to put yourself in the best path and give you the best chances to get what you want. So at the end of the day, do what you can do to increase your chances of luck. Do what you can do to increase your chances of getting what you want to do today. And yeah, that's today's message. I hope that made sense. If it didn't, I'll apologize. But 
email me at gamervation follow me on on all platforms at gamervation youtube anywhere podcasts are found etc and of course on instagram which is gamervation underscore i hope y'all have a good day